Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. We see you. You're a colleague. You're a partner. You're a friend. You're always here to support your family and your community. Now there's a school ready to support you. National University offers tuition discounts for military spouses and free tutoring, so you get the support you need to succeed. National University, supporting the whole you. We see you. You're a colleague. You're a partner. You're a friend. You're always here to support your family and your community. Now there's a school ready to support you. National University offers tuition discounts for military spouses and free tutoring, so you get the support you need to succeed. National University, supporting the whole you. Hey Matt, have you prepared an intro? I go, I got, I have, I, I got it. He's always ready. It's all up here. He's doing the intro. Yeah. I, I want to do an intro also. Okay, go no, ahead. No, no, Matt does, and then I do mine. Okay. Okay. Double intro. Two in, no, two episodes. So you want to do the second episode? Of course. Yes. Yeah. It sounds like we're all doing an intro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing an intro. You're doing an intro. <laughs> now you're doing the intro. I'm doing the intro. <laughs> okay. Unless we all want to do one, which takes up most of the episode. <laughs> Here we go. Brothers, sisters, siblings, welcome to Penn Sunday School. Soy gringo, idiota, Iliosavis. <laughs> Hola, bienvenido a Penn's Escuela de Domingo. Our pal Hondro is still here in Las Vegas, visiting us from Spain. And Gudeau uh, is somewhere throwing clubs in the sky. But here he is, preaching the love, your loving host. <laughs> that was beautiful, Matt Thank Donnelly. You. That was beautiful. That was beautiful. We have been spending two weeks with Hondro. Yeah. Uh, I've been with you a lot. Yes, too much. Mucho, mucho. Too mucho. <laughs> Demasiado. 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 Y lo sabes. Si, si lo sabes. Um, so um, we are uh, we're working on new material because yeah. there uh, uh, very likely will be another season to fool us. So we have to have uh, 14 new bits by April. Well, you said very likely. I thought this was definitely a go. Ah, you can never tell. You never remember, remember, my managers are liars. It's <laughs> 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 like, everybody's hitting me up with submission. They want to submit and sure, other stuff. It's sure. all, but it's that, all a go. That doesn't mean anything's true. Right. They used to say, you know, it's not, uh, it's, it's not a real deal in show business until the check clears. Yeah. I say it's not a real deal until it is aired. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, you, we, we've all been paid for stuff that hasn't aired, so. Yeah, but we, I've also, uh, we did, we did a visible thread for Showtime. Yeah. The contract was finished three weeks after it aired. 
<laughs> the lawyers were still negotiating the contract for how we would shoot it after it had aired. It was done. <laughs> wow. And they kept saying, we just got to get the paperwork through the chain. Yeah. We'd say, well, it's already on TV. <laughs> so the, the, the negotiating positions become weaker for both sides. Yeah. It's on TV. <laughs> so if you don't do this, we, it'll, it's always been on TV. What was the battle of, uh, New Orleans? Was it, there's a battle of the, of the, uh, revolutionary war that, that was a brutal naval battle that took place three weeks after they signed that the war was over. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. This is, this is you had that was the, that was the legal battle taking place was the battle of the world. Yeah, and there were more casualties. <laughs> civil, civil war was minor stuff compared to this. <laughs> Very minor stuff compared to you this. You know, uh, Showtime. You know, if you get Hulu, which a lot of people have, yeah, yeah. Showtime has a certain amount of programming that's just there for Hulu people. Uh, if, if you don't subscribe to Showtime, mm -hmm. and bullshit is available. That's because they, you know, they own bullshit outright. Yeah. Well, we went to them to try to do more seasons of bullshit. Yeah. They said, your ratings are still really good on the old ones. So why do we need new ones? <laughs> uh, bullshit had this weird, weird trajectory. Yeah. Our first show and our rerun and our next rerun and a year later would all do really well. <laughs> So everybody else would fall off, and we wouldn't, and they'd go, I guess we don't need more. People won't get sick of them. Yeah. We went, no, but wouldn't that be the logic that it's really good, yeah. that people like it? And they went, no, that's not the way we think. Oh. Not the way we think, putting good television on TV. <laughs> that's not our business plan. So we, um, we tried to do a different uh, kind of version of bullshit, yeah. and it was terrible, and they didn't like it. But they didn't like it for good reason. You know, we should have just done the same thing again. Yeah. But the thing that's so sad about bullshit is that um, I wanted the last show to be the bullshit of bullshit. Yes. I wanted to bust ourselves on everything. And because we were, we didn't renew, because we had another job, we didn't renew, we didn't know we weren't going to do it. So we didn't know when our last show was. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is probably good. You know, Teller and I have whatever, Handsome Jack, tallied up like 170 or something uh, bits that we have, that we've done. And uh, I said to Teller the other day, you know, many of these bits we have done for the last time, and we don't know it. And oh, that's yeah. really good, because I am so sentimental that I would fall to pieces. If I knew we were doing our last bullet catch, Yeah, I would have been really upset. We just- Magic bullets. Was that? Magic bullets. Magic bullets, yeah. Uh, we, uh, but we stopped doing that, uh, I think, uh, 9-11. Yeah. Right. And always assumed we would come back to it and just kind of didn't. That may not be. Waiting on a tax return. Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. True, by the way. We may have done it after that. I don't know. But um, now it seems like the bullet catch has such a different meaning that I don't think we'll ever do it again. What you think? We're you think there's a little something with guns in America right now? 
I haven't read the news today. <laughs> um, I, I got up a little late. I, di I didn't go through shooting times. Uh, but it's weird, you know, because that bit was, I believe, pure magic trick. Yeah. That was the best magic trick we'd ever done. I believe it's the best magic. It's the deepest fooler. It's the biggest head scratcher. And um, it is probably the best magic trick, qua magic trick we've ever done. And really good. People loved it. But um, toward the end of doing it, it started to shift from a magic trick to a um, impossible not to be political. Right. Yeah. And we were making, um, there was really no political statement in it whatsoever. You know, it was just, these are the props we happen to use. But those were props that you could not bring on stage without making a comment on. You know, it's almost like uh, like a weird kind of political checkoff. Yeah. You know, you know, checkoff said if you show a gun in the first act, it must be fired uh, in the second act. Yeah. And um, that's not what he said, but something about a gun. And <laughs> it really seems like if you display a gun in a uh, in 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 a, in a piece of art. Mm -hmm. uh, you must have your ducks in a row and know what your position is on gun control. Which, by the way, uh, I used to have a strong position on gun control, and now I do not. Right. Because both sides are not dealing with the real issue. Right. You know, so it's impossible. Or issues, because it's, issues. So, it's so different in yeah. different scenarios. Uh, I don't see, it. there's no group talking about guns in this country that I go, yeah, that's what we push for. Right. So, uh, it, it's just, uh, and if I'm going to bring a gun on stage, it seems I have to know what I think about it. So we probably won't do it again, which is a shame because it's the best trick we've ever done. <laughs> also in it, you, uh, I think I learned a lot about gun safety by watching that, uh, trick. You, you, you go over a lot of the steps after, of caution. Uh, after Alec Baldwin, yeah. uh, had the uh, accident, Stern essentially mm -hmm. red part of the bullet catch <laughs> for safety. Yeah. I mean, never point a gun at anything unless you intend to destroy it. Yeah. Never point a gun at anything unless you intend to destroy it. And uh, so, yeah, there was a lot about gun safety. But the issues now are not gun safety. The issues are very, very complicated. The Rittenhouse um, verdict makes it um makes it so we have no idea what the country thinks it's trying to do with right. guns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh there isn't even I don't even believe the NRA knows what it wants. Yeah. I mean it's so so confusing. And the NRA announced they were going to give Rittenhouse another gun. Good. To to celebrate what? To celebrate horror horror. Yeah, I, and for everybody, exactly. For everybody, yeah, yeah. I think I think the strangest thing, and I, I'm sure we don't want to get into it. And I, I, I push us here, so I apologize. We really um, don't want to. We're not talking about any of this, by the way, because yeah, yeah, yeah. we don't have any special perspective on nope. it. It's just a third rail, yeah. or it's just a loaded gun that's called clean, <laughs> and um, uh, we have no reason to talk about this. No expertise, yeah. and there's no good can, can come of it. What are you saying? That Hondo is here to give his expertise. Yeah. Somewhere from Spain. <laughs> I, was just gonna I, ha I had a problem with a gun in Spain. No, tell me about it. No. What well, did you finish? What you were saying? Oh, I mean that. Uh, I believe the, 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 
we made it so extreme that there's, I believe there's a lot of nuance in that case and, and you're not allowed to talk about it. That's for sure. Yeah. You yeah. just have to, you have to align yourself with the side and that's and it. be done with it. Yeah. And I'm just watching a lot of people getting very angry that over stuff that actually won't affect their lives at all. Mm-hmm. And that's tough to watch. Yeah. That's it. You had a problem with a gun in Spain? I bought a gun because I wanted to do a bullet catch, but a comedy. See. In a comedy, com- in a magic convention. And the idea was I was going to catch it with the mouth. Uh-huh. It went wrong and it hit my chest. Uh-huh. I, the blood exploded and I died. That, uh-huh. was, that was the idea. Comedy. Yeah. <laughs> so far, and then, hilarious. And the, in the U.S., that plays. <laughs> As a matter of fact, the NRA goes Second Amendment warrior. They said, "Can we get Hondo another gun? <laughs> Can we do this trick with two guns?" So I ordered it to uh, to Galicia to an expert in in cinema guns, uh-huh. but the gun didn't arrive didn't arrive one month later it didn't arrive to Matteo and the bell rang I opened and there was a policeman Mm -hmm. that said I'm a secret policeman come with me I said what not anymore So uh, I said, well, "Everybody well, <laughs> out of the way! Secret policeman coming <laughs> through." It, it was a it was a guardia civil, but I don't know if you know what guardia civil. So it's a kind of policeman, but different. But uh, we don't have any idea what yeah, you just said. Yes, even uh, the English parts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I said, "What's going on?" And he said, "They've sent you a gun from Galicia." I said, "Yes. I, where is it? I need it." But there were also explosives in that <laughs> packet. And there's also a, a bottle of blood. Mm-hmm. So come with me. Because we think you're a vampire. No, they, <laughs> they had been, I went with him and he, he told me they had been one month investigating me uh-huh. and my whole family mm-hmm. because they, they thought I was a terrorist. Mm-hmm. And, wow. Yeah. And, and, and I got confident with, I told him I'm a magician. I'm going to do this stupid thing. And he told me, that when they see something through the X-rays in when you send a packet, mm-hmm. they investigate that person. Mm-hmm. And they normally go, a lot of policemen, to a farm with guns because they think they are terrorists and they are just farmers. Mm-hmm. And the farmer says, what's going on? It's because farmers buy a lot of chemicals mm-hmm. to do the things for the... Sure, fertilizers. But the, in Spain, they think they are terrorists. Uh-huh. So they go well, for Well, I'll the, tell you, the name, uh, the name Andro Lopez Garcia sounds like a Muslim name. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Although Muslims are not the only terrorists, <laughs> I know. And we're not talking. We oh. All that stuff. All the stuff you want to say about me, I already know. You're and right. And you're right. I just want to make a joke about his stupid name. Being the most perfect Spanish name you could possibly have. <laughs> His oh. name is essentially Johnny America. <laughs> John Smith. <laughs> John Smith Jones Washington Lincoln. That's his name. <laughs> I think you have a you have a more Spanish name than me. Gillette. Gillette. Pen Gillette. Gillette is a great Gillette. way to pronounce your name. Gillette. It Gillette. is. And I remember, and I want to tell this, when I first started working on Spanish with Hondro, which was a year ago, I said, would you pronounce my name Gillette? And he said, no, it's pronounced Gillette, you idiot. 
Giate is a great name. Yeah, Giate. It's fun. And saying, and t- and correcting people to pronounce it that way would be great. I'm here with Pendulette. Uh, Giate. 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 When I do uh, my first interview on Telemundo, I, <laughs> I will correct them. Giate, but go on. <laughs> I, that, that will be my first joke. Be my first joke. And last. <laughs> <laughs> So wait, they invested. Ilo Sabes. Ilo Sabes. So you, uh, did you have to go with him? Where'd you go? Yes, yes, I went with his car. His car? So a guy just comes to your door, says, I'm secret police, get in the car, and you say, Bien? bien. Yes, yeah. claro, of course, I'm, I'm friendly. <laughs> <laughs> Nicest terrorist in Spain. I was waiting for you. <laughs> So how long did you get? To, did they ask you a lot of questions? No, he asked me all the questions. He showed me the information, and then they gave me the gun, <laughs> and I did that trick twice. And I decided not to do it again because I was very scared. Uh-huh. So, uh huh. So, but it was a gun that wouldn't operate, right? Yeah, but it was a bit uh, tricky because they had uh, manipulated the gun, so mm-hmm. it didn't. Th- you know, these guns throw a little bit of fire from the front. Sure, blanks. Yeah. Yeah. This one, no. Because it was blocked, uh-huh. so no one could get hurt. Yeah. So it threw the it threw it to the side. Uh-huh. So it was it was not a very legal weapon. <laughs> okay. So yeah. I have a I have it hidden in my house. Good. <laughs> and I don't know what to do with the gun. I, what I see on TV is you usually throw it in a river. Yeah, but yeah. I'm scared because I'm so stupid that someone will see me. Oh, Alejandro <laughs> throwing a gun to the river. <laughs> And okay, I, I don't know what to do. Yeah, well, the uh, I'll, I'll bring it here and give it to your people. You bring it here, you can just give it to anybody. Yes. I think I give it to a friend and then call the secret police on them. <laughs> okay, I'm secret police. I'm secret police. Yeah, I was secret police. Now <laughs> I'm I just police. <laughs> <laughs> just happened in that instant. <laughs> You're a magician, you saw that happen. Yeah, you get just it. Like that. <laughs> So I think we will probably never do that trick again. The trick that the you know the London Times called the greatest magic trick of all it's time. It's in a museum, right? Yeah, the, yeah, the original, yeah, yeah. original glass and the original helmets we wore. So you mean your career is going down? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> hey, no. I mean, uh, what else could you possibly think? I don't know. But that all of a sudden, it, you know, sixty-six years old, I'm taken off. <laughs> okay. Okay. Now. Okay. I'm trying to think, like. The, you know, times do change, right? So I imagine, but it's just, but this d- divide doesn't seem to be going away anytime soon. Yeah. And you're going to get this big, uh, you're going to get a big reaction. We started, we had this wonderful bit, which you know was on West Wing. Yeah. The bit with burning the American flag. Yeah. yeah. It was about free speech. And we did that after 9-11. And when the flag came out at the end, people cheered. and. Yes, it is a pro U.S. Oh no, no, it wasn't nine eleven. It was it was right around the Trump time. Yeah, the the flag came out and people cheered, and it didn't feel right. You yeah. know, sometimes you get a reaction that is very positive, and people yeah. love it, but you're not happy with that reaction. No, I try. So to we stopped of- doing it. <laughs> I try to think about trying to talk to my kids of like the size of your American flag at your home matters now, like. When it's too big, you're like, okay, all right, I know who you are. 
<laughs> it's like, I'm, trying, I'm trying to think if I was a kid having that explained to me. I'd be like, what? But it's a thing. Yo, do you have an American flag at your house? I do. You do? I put it up January 7th. I saw oh, it. Oh, I can see that. I have, <laughs> yeah. he, he has it. I've yeah, seen it. I've Andre seen it. came and saw it. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Can you get it in the house without violating flag code? Uh, on the ground? Yes, I can do. Okay. I can do that. Right size. Well, that's the other thing. You know, Teller and I took uh, elaborate gun courses. We took a year of gun training and got our federal firearms licenses and figure printed and our carry permits and all that stuff to be able to do that trick. And people on our crew had, because we're using real guns. We were using real guns. And we had to get all that covered. And then to do uh, the uh, flag bit, we had to, um, we learned all the proper procedure for folding. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We learned all that. So, I mean, that's the nice thing about our jobs is you get to learn, uh, you get to learn new things. Yeah. And you guys like dedicating yourselves to those yeah. things. We like learning, learning stuff that we never thought we'd learn. You know, that was the thing it was, it was actually 10 years ago <laughs> that I did uh, celebrity apprentice and you know, I read my journal yeah. and I read 10 years ago and really made me laugh out loud. I said, I am really fucking sick of Trump. <laughs> I had had it with Trump. Yeah. Way early. I was one of the first in to be wicked sick of Trump. It's his staying power that is fascinating. Yeah. Because he's in like lyrics of songs in the 90s and stuff. And then uh, even like uh, the bad guy in Back to the Future based this character on him. <laughs> like it's, he's been this figure of like, like <laughs> basically epitome of douche. <laughs> that, yeah. And it, but it's a staying power that everyone doubts. That, that everyone just thought, everyone thought he was going to go away so many times. Yeah. And should have. You're right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, you really could see around the time of, you know, 89 should have been Trump done. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's bizarre. But it, uh, yeah. And then I went on to do another season. Yeah. Yeah. But um, it was, I remember sitting in that room with him pontificating and just going, he, he's just a crazy person. Yeah. And I thought that had a little bit of charm. You know, we could edit it up and it'll be okay. But even then... Uh, as the person who was credited on Celebrity Apprentices by Donald Trump Jr. Mm -hmm. said, you're the one who seems to like my father the most. Why is that? Everyone hates him. <laughs> and I said, because I have incredible tolerance for eccentricity, which you know, yes, Matt Donnelly, you. you know very well that my tolerance for crazy people is through the roof. Yeah. You've, you've seen me with you know David Allen Coe. And, yes. And, or just strangers yeah. talking to you crazy to you yeah and i will i will talk i will talk crazy with anyone i i just absolutely adore it yeah i like the fringes of humanity uh i i you know i talk to uh to homeless you know i i well, have the, a conversation I, I, I still think one of the peak moments is the guy who pulled out a grenade uh, yeah, while yeah, talking yeah, to yeah, you yeah. when you when you chill with the guy holding a grenade that's a stranger yeah in a movie theater that's it's a real grenade you know i believe you i just pulled the pin Blow us all to pieces. I believe you. <laughs> I can just pull this pin and kill us all. I know you could. You want to watch the movie? <laughs> <laughs> that was my conversation. The guy in a the movie theater 
Wow. Maybe now, because grenades aren't as political. Maybe yeah. we'll do a grenade, grenade catch. catch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. But so that trick's probably, we're probably done with it. We're probably done with the flag trick, you know? And the problem is the, the quintessential versions. I have to, as always, hold on to Bob Dylan because I want the bits that we've done that I'm really proud of. I want them to be sealed in amber. You know, I want them to be some record of it. Yeah. And I have to accept the fact that we are live performers. Yeah. And what really happens, it's not trying to get it la to last for years. Yeah. The real goal is to get it to last just in those seconds when it's actually happening. The ideal goal is the show ends and that's gone. It's ephemeral and that's what it was. It was just this, um, this thing that just yeah. happened there. And although I believe that, you know, I believe that very much. It's one of the wonderful things about Dylan concerts is you go and it's just, that's that show. Right. And then you're done, you know? Um, and in our show, uh, there's variations every night. Once we settle into a groove, it stays in that groove for a while. And then we fuck it up by putting in new stuff. And uh, that, that'll give you different things every night. And um, are you worried that birthday will become political? That, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the anti-birthday league. Uh, no, it's not predominantly, you know, it's not for political reasons we don't do them anymore. Yeah, but, I was say, like, uh, what about One Minute Egg? You think you're doing One Minute Egg for the last time? Probably. And that was a good bit. That's a good bit. That was a really good bit. One Woman and Egg? One minute egg. Oh, one minute egg. It's one a, minute egg. The script does what seven words? Yeah, and uh, it was uh, it was a vanishing of egg and cracking it and reappearing it, all done in a poem, mm -hmm. and repeating the thing one minute egg with a countdown. It was, it was really nice. Yeah, and uh, there's a lot of bits. There's then there's the bits that got good, but could have gotten better, and we never got to them. Uh -huh. You know, we just kind of stop doing them. But you, when you see it as a live show that happens every night, all of these problems go away. Yeah. There's no problem at all. It's trying to consider some sort of uh, permanence, which you can't get. There's no such, you know, you can't step in the same river twice uh, for all I care. It's very <laughs> important to add to any important political, uh, ph philosophical statement for all I care at the end. <laughs> do unto others as they would do unto you for all I care yeah you had that you're totally safe totally safe and everything for all I care but uh, now you really experienced this because you had the weird kind of ephemera because you were doing you would do a trick on TV every yeah. Friday and then never yeah. do it again right never do it yeah that, that's I, people ask me how did you do this trick? And I don't know which trick they are telling me. Mm -hmm. and, and I have to see the video to try to guess how I did it because <laughs> I don't remember. So you're doing a Spanish version yeah. called Hondro Fool Himself. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> We're going to show you, Hondro. We're going to show you all bits that you've done and see if you can figure out <laughs> yes. how you did it. The, and there are parts I cannot figure. <laughs> I, I, they asked me, a magician from Spain, I, I'm going to do a seminar about this kind of trick. I love your trick. And I say, uh, uh, give me more hints. I don't know what you are talking. <laughs> do you have the link? Okay, put it in the seminar, but don't ask me how I did it. I, I don't know. I, I don't remember. 
So it's uh, a lot of effort for only one time. But then, then it's then, then it is on video. Yes, but I don't have all the videos. Right, they are not mine. They are of the network, so I have nothing. I have so uh, sometimes I see one mine and I say oh this I can work and maybe put it in the show it's good. <laughs> I was say yeah do you know it right away or what do you ever do a trick uh, for TV and go like oh shoot I gotta keep this yep and do this live D yes but then I have to do one next week so I forget to do. It. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm stupid yeah I, I'm so stupid very very. <laughs> it's the William Shatner sketch. What was about, that one? About asking him about trivia from Star Trek. Oh, yeah, yeah. He doesn't know any of his own trivia. Yeah, yeah. Well, you never do. And I always bring up that, uh, that, that TV show they had in England, which you may not know about, Hondo. They had a TV show they put on. I forgot the name of it, but it was uh, Fan versus the Person. Uh-huh. I, I, I know that concept. Yeah. yeah. Very, very funny. Yeah. So they'd have Cher on and the president of the Cher fan club. Yes. And have them go up against each other. And even on like names of her children, <laughs> like middle name of her grandmother, yeah. the uh, the fan would always win. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty great. I would I would lose every every <laughs> every question. <laughs> have you ever had any trick that you were doing something the politics changed in the country and then you were like, Oh shoot, maybe I shouldn't do this anymore? No, I, no. I don't do many politics jokes. Well, you paella a bit. Paella. <laughs> paella never goes. Paella always good. After the great paella riots. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, put that away. Paella gate. Paella <laughs> gate. Um, <laughs> no, constantly but... unmasking secret police got political <laughs> after a while. <laughs> no, no, I, I've never had that kind of problem. What is, a, what is one of the weirdest complaints you've gotten as a magician? Sometimes I do jokes about cities. I like to do jokes about oh, okay. cities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ciudades. 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 And uh, I do jokes about maybe Barcelona getting independent. Ah. Okay. Uh, and uh, well, that's that's. Uh, what do you say? Not political. What? That's about as fucking political yes. as you can get in Spain. <laughs> yes. I mean, it's not political in Missouri, but, but in Spain, <laughs> the independence of Barcelona is a big fucking deal yes I, but that's I, why that's the kind of terrorist you are you're a separatist <laughs> terrorist so the name lopez garcia is a terrorist name i don't do anything political just no. about the separation no. of barcelona no. from the rest of spain uh, uh, there have been wars <laughs> over that but uh <laughs> I, i've been doing that joke since 98 uh -huh. mm -hmm. when, uh, and when I do it in Barcelona, uh -huh. it's the place where they most laugh. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. So, but but in the same bit, I do one of Madrid, one of Barcelona, one of Cuenca, one of I I do to every city. So we all. I'll laugh. just tell you that Madrid, Barcelona, yes. you get a slight ripple of recognition from Americans. Yes. The next city you was just one of them. Valencia, Cuenca. Cuenca? Cuenca. Cuenca is Cuenca not is, a place. Cuenca is beautiful. I just heard of it right now. Cuenca is beautiful. It's everything not you tell us now about Cuenca will be everything we know about Cuenca. <laughs> Cuenca, Cuenca is beautiful. It's like... You could tell us Cuenca is on the moon and we'll not believe you. So we know nothing. And also, you're not going to do a good job selling us 
on the beauty of Cuenca because no American wants to come home and be like, oh, I, I took the wife to Cuenca. <laughs> I don't know what I am doing here. <laughs> <laughs> Tell let, us. Let, I will tell you one thing of Cuenca that's very nice. Tell us three things about Cuenca that are very nice. First of all, they have... Um, he could say dragons. <laughs> I would believe him. The next word would be dragons. Just so you know, it might be the word is dragons. They have... Oh, they have hanging houses in a cliff. Dragons. In yeah. a, no, in a cliff, they are hanging houses. They're called the hanging houses of Cuenca, and they are beautiful. <laughs> making shit up. It's a good name. The hanging house of Cuenca is hanging, good. The hanging houses, and people go to see them because That's much they- much better than bat houses. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is, this. I now I know why you have so many guns here, so you can shoot at each other and extinguish. <laughs> And I vote for that. I'm happy about because right. it's impossible to understand the culture yes. of the of the world. Okay. Right. Cuenca has uh, the food, excellent food. What kind of food? Farajos. Farajos. That's Falafels? Dra dragon food. <laughs> dragon egg oh. omelets. And and beautiful people, very humble people, very nice people. Where do you find this here? Where? Tell me. Not in this room. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe outside, but you know. Pittsburgh? Pittsburgh. Not in Massachusetts. The hanging houses of Pittsburgh. <laughs> oh, oh, man. I hope you never come to Spain. Well, I want to come to Spain. I will, My friend Hondro is in Spain. I will take you to Cuenca. Okay. How far <laughs> oh. is Cuenca from Valencia? The, two hours and a half. Two hours. That's not bad. We will go singing. Singing? Singing. Oh, uh, seeing the bottle with the vetha on the wall. <laughs> right? <laughs> we will go silent. Seeing <laughs> bolletas. Botellas. Botellas. Seeing botellas de. Cerveza. 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 Wow. That's what you think we sing? <laughs> you hear the talk of Bob Dylan and then you say Cien botellas de cerveza We have Nino Bravo You've heard Nino I Bravo do. I love Nino Bravo Oh, Nino Bravo Great singer, Valencian ah. Excellent is the, the Frank Sinatra from Valencia Much yeah. better, of course no, Whoa, 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 whoa Ilio Sabes yeah. Be a little careful oh. With much better than Sinatra <laughs> Much, much, too much, <laughs> much, much. Of course, let's yeah. let's rank them by not by records, but by amount of uh, uh, amount of children created by their music. <laughs> and then Julio Iglesias is the first one. <laughs> Los Sabas. <laughs> you know the holidays just around the corner. You're looking for the perfect gift for your loved ones. Uh, you know the skylight frame. I always oh, like you talking about this. If you want a gift that you give your mom, your dad, your grandmother, anything, where they can have a picture that pops up right on the screen. It's a beautiful thing. It's awesome. Talk about the one you bought for your father. So during the lockdown, I bought one for my dad. When we were He has six children, and he was, we were all not being together. And so we uh, we all sent, started sending him pictures of our families, uh, and then we keep doing it. One of the coolest things Skylight Frame does is say I haven't emailed my dad. Uh, you just email photos to this mm -hmm. address. And it pops up in his frame. It pops up. Instantly. Yep. They send you an email like, hey, you haven't done it in three weeks. You should maybe send one. Yeah. And I was like, great. Thank you. 
For a really special gift for the special people in your life, you've got to check out Skylight Frame. Skylight Frame is a photo frame you can update instantly by email from anywhere. A great way to feel close to those you love, even when you're separated. It sets up effortlessly in under 60 seconds. Just plug in, use the touchscreen to connect to your wireless network, and enjoy. Were you able to set it up? Yeah. Was your dad able to set it up? My dad was able to set it up uh, by himself. There you go. What more do you need to know? Yeah. It has a black frame, white or a white mat, so it looks like a real photo frame that adds a beautiful touch to your home. Skylight frame is a gorgeous 10-inch touchscreen. You can swipe through photos with your finger, even tap to thank the person who sent you the photo. 100% satisfaction guaranteed. If you don't love your skylight, they'll offer you a full refund. You can preload it with your favorite photos for a personalized gift, import pictures of you and your significant other, spouse, grandparent, whatever. And they don't even know you had. Yeah. It's really good. It's really good. Uh, uh, Emily had it and gave the address out to all our dirtball friends. <laughs> so hers can't be seen in front of the children. Hondro <laughs> sent me one. He just sends me different members of the secret police. I just look at <laughs> I, just, I just watch every member. Skylight is really, it's really so good. It's just a perfect idea. Yeah. It's a perfect way to do it. So it's just part of the living room. It's not on your computer. The pictures are there. Putting them in just a slightly different place is a really beautiful thing. Yeah, first of all, it's something you want, right? We all wanted like the, the the digital age for it to have a nice, cool frame and digital photos popping up all the time. And I didn't think about having someone else curate it, right? I yeah. don't even have to put the photos in. People are emailing me the photos. Yeah, it's great. It's great. Great. Now, as a special office, you can get ten dollars off your purchase of a skylight frame when you go to skylightframe.com and enter the code pen. That's right. Get $10 off your purchase of a Skylight Frame. Go to skylightframe.com and enter the code PEN. That's S-K-Y-L-I-G-H-T-F-R-A-M-E dot com. Promo code P-E-N-N. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Gilete. Yeah. <laughs> I get another one. You know, this one is just, uh, this is most no-brainer ad we do. Stamps.com. Oh, yeah. They've been uh, they've been helping us out since 2012. Oh, they have been with us so long. We love 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 uh, stamps.com. If you're looking for ways to sit, to skip a trip to the post office and you are and dodge all the traffic of the hectic holiday shopping, why not save time and money with stamps.com? Stamps.com lets you compare rates, print labels and access exclusive discounts on UPS and USPS services all year long. It just makes sense, especially if your business sends out more mail and packages during the holidays. Um, whether you're selling online, run- Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. ...an office or a side hustle, Stamps.com can save you so much time, money, and stress during the holidays. Access all the post office and UPS shipping services you need without taking the trip. You get discounts you can't find anywhere else, like up to 40% off USPS rates and 6% off UPS. Going to the post office and going to stamps.com, it's kind of like taking the stairs instead of the elevator. It's a really, really smart thing. I can't believe anyone listens to the show 
uh, hasn't already got Stamps.com. Yeah. And I hope if they do, Stamps.com never finds out. Right. Because they got such a good product, they don't need me. Save time and money this holiday season with Stamps.com. Sign up with the promo code PEN for a special office that includes a four-week trial, free postage, and a digital scale, no long-term commitment or contracts. Just go to Stamps.com, click on the microphone at the top of the page, and enter the code PEN. Beautiful. We see you. You're a colleague. You're a partner. You're a friend. You're always here to support your family and your community. Now there's a school ready to support you. National University offers tuition discounts for military spouses and free tutoring, so you get the support you need to succeed. National University, supporting the whole you. So um, I have, in that amount of time that I just did that, I, uh, I totally forgot the name of the city you were telling us about. Cuenca. Cuenca. And they ha- it's on a mountainside? More or less. And how do they hang the houses? Oh, how did the aliens build the pyramids? No one knows. (laughs) 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 I I cannot give it up. You have to go there. Have you been in a hanging house? Have you been in them? No, of course not. I mean, of course not. Because the people live there. I cannot enter. Hello, I want to be in your room. You could have a friend in Cuenca. Yes, yes. Yeah, you've had a friend, but you don't. Not exactly from Cuenca, but Cuenca is on, is the city and also the uh, a big place. You know, I it's got to be an Airbnb. <laughs> have you done Have you done shows in Cuenca? Not yet, but I will do. Uh, yeah, private shows, but not on the theater. Mm. I want to go to that. Do place. a show in a hanging I, house. I, I will. I will send you the photo to this thing you've said to the the frame. I will send See, you. Good. <laughs> okay. Skylight frame. Yes. Skylight frame. You'll send us photos of the hanging houses of Cuenca. So, okay. So, um, uh, Madrid, yeah. Barcelona, Palencia, Cuenca. Yeah. What other cities are there in Spain? There's one, the small one that it's called Teruel. And they always say the, the slogan is Teruel exists. <laughs> because in, even in Spain, they don't, they don't consider Teruel. And they always want, so here I want to say Teruel existe. So people in the world know that there's a place called Teruel, beautiful Teruel. Why do people doubt its existence? No, they don't doubt, but they, it's like they don't take care of them. It's like uh, they, so leave, they leave it off the map. Yes. Whatever. So Teruel existe. I want to say this here in the United States. Good. You made your, you yeah. made your point there. New so, Zealand had that problem. No one knew what New Zealand was. No, they kept cutting off of maps. Like, if all these world maps, it wouldn't fit on either side, and they just, there'd be no New Zealand on people's <laughs> maps. That's probably what kept New Zealand so beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> You've not been to New Zealand, I've right? I've not, no. It's a great, great place. Yeah. New Zealand is a great place, and they're, they're working hard to keep Americans out. <laughs> I get that. That's but I would tell you, in a moment, I would move to New Zealand. Yeah. It's really I'm nice. I'm shipping a gun and a bottle of blood there. <laughs> so, Andro. Yeah? Uh, how many tricks did you do on the anthill? I don't know. 200? Yeah, wow. Or no, no, I don't know. I don't... And did you recycle any of them? Do them again with no one noticing? S- uh, s- m- many little times. Many little times. Not, not many. Not, mm-hmm. not many. Not many. I did many. Yeah, a lot. A lot. I... 
I didn't know I knew so much and I forgot so much. Mm -hmm. But it's it's nice because it keeps your mind working yeah, all the yeah. time. Well, we did a we did a Penn and Teller's Sin City Spectacular. Yeah, and we had to do a, uh, a new one hour show every week. Every week. Every week. That's and that was just impossible. That's impossible. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, really fun. And you know, you're just working. 20 hours a day all the time and all you care is like getting stuff on stage and it was a it was a really intense but really terrific experience yeah and it really pushes you because when you're entirely out of ideas that's when you know new ideas come you've probably done teller goes through a goddamn cow for the last time uh it would, we don't want to have yeah we don't want to have we keep bringing that back because would you ever see teller walk through a cow i saw and you dancing yeah, I've seen it. It's great. I've seen. It. I I like the you both dancing. Yeah, yeah. Well, we did. We always did a dance. We did a song and dance number every week on Sin City Spectacular. Wow, it was a really, it was really, it was really a nutty show. Yeah. And how long did it last? One one season. How many programs? Uh well, that's there's arguments about that. <laughs> I swear, I did 16 shows. Uh -huh. Everybody else says we did 14. Well, if you get paid 16, it's good. <laughs> They're still working on the contract. Yes, they still. <laughs> wow. The, but the good thing about this, doing this kind of shows is that you are working an idea for now and an idea for three weeks later. Mm -hmm. and yeah, all at once. I had, I had when I, during these 14 years I was in Madrid, I had all the, all the walls in my house there in Madrid written. Mm -hmm. Written with notes, uh, post-its, uh, ideas, colors. Like a psycho. I was like a psycho there. Yeah, like you were like you were in the secret police. Yes, yes. <laughs> Investigating. Connecting all the clues. A murderer, you know, yeah. like all these things. <laughs> it was nice. So, Matt Donnelly, you've been sitting in while, yeah. uh, while Hondro Teller and I uh, worked, and you've been working with us. Yeah. What do, what do you notice about the dynamic of the room? Well, it's really great is, uh, you know, uh, Hondro has such a different approach to magic, and... For someone who's worked with you guys, I tend to try to help, like, look at stuff that you're already trying to do mm -hmm. and see if you can make things clearer or different or whatever. Um, but he comes to you guys with, like, a whole, like, he, he has a, a, an aesthetic for you guys that he likes. Yeah. And so he comes in with, like, an idea for you both to have, you know, and I think what he what he loves to do, which is something that I, I, I'll end up noting usually after the fact, is, like, the dynamic there should be something between you two you know mm -hmm. you should have some kind of idea of what 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 one is doing to the other or for the other and that kind of stuff and so his ideas for you guys always have like a really fun dynamic play f for you to play off of each other as a duo what that 14 years i think did to hondro was it made you incredibly practical yeah you yeah. care you care you care about getting stuff done the, yes uh, i i'm i was like a firefighter Mm -hmm. I saw a fire and I had to extinguish it very soon. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I had to solve problems. I'm mm -hmm. a problem solver because I had at this day, at this time, I had to do the trick. Mm -hmm. If either if it's good or not. <laughs> you cannot say, oh, I'll do it in three days. No, you have to go there. Yeah. So that's why you suffer so much and why uh, sometimes in the early, in the early, when you start working on a trick in the early phases, I know it's not going to be good. So I stop there. And yeah. some, and sometimes I know it's going to be good because I... 
and I have a superpower that I know I will have it. I know I will have it <clears throat> because I've already done it so many times. Yeah. And I deal with stress quite well. Yes. Well, that's that's a quality you, you really need. We were doing Saturday Night Live and Letterman simultaneously. Uh, we were doing one one each a month. It was every two weeks we had to come up with a magic trick. And um, it was... Uh, it was really, really, really intense. And, uh, and uh, you would end up, the skill you have in magic, see that it's, it's what's so different. When you learn to play piano, mm -hmm. all those skills are there for you every time you want to play piano. With magic, there's some skills in cards mm -hmm. that are transferable. There's some stuff, you know, yeah. the pass and yeah. so on, French drop with objects you can do. But very often, you're learning a brand new skill. Yeah. It's like you have to, you write the piece, then you got to invent the instrument and yes. learn to play it. Yes. And uh, that's, that's really exciting and really fun. And you get this sense. Um, we've tried to bring in people who weren't uh, in magic to help brainstorm. We were doing Sin City Spectacular. We had these really good comedy writers. Mm -hmm. We try to brainstorm ideas. And... It's really interesting because when Teller, you, or I bring up an idea, we bring it up with no idea how to do it, <laughs> and yet knowing it can probably be done. Yeah. Whereas comedy writers bring up ideas, and you just go, what are you talking about? No, I remember uh, being hired recently for um, this, this TV pilot presentation thing. And they liked that. I was like, hey, you're a magician. Maybe we can use your skills with that. You know, it was like, it was kind of an interactive uh, reality pranky type of show mm -hmm. um, that I didn't want to do, but it was first work out of the pandemic. And um, they're like, how are you with like fire? And I was like, what do you mean? Like, um, like, are you, can you, do you know how to like put, make yourself go on fire? And then like kind of, and I go like, uh, there's no, if you're asking me about whether I can do, put myself on fire, then are you prepared to have fire like on our show, like safety people and that kind of stuff? And he's like, Oh, I mean, I'm not sure. I just wasn't sure if there's a magic trick. I was like, you want me to be on fire? They're like, yeah. I was like, do you imagine being real fire? And they're like, I mean, unless there's like a magic trick about it. And I was like, I mean, there's gels and there's all kinds of stuff, but at the end of the day, if you want fire, it's actually fire. I don't know how to tell you this. It's just, there's no way to do this where, <laughs> you're not in charge of meat or somebody not burning. I don't well, know how to. Well, you know, Mike Close, yeah. uh, who's a magician, a great magician. Right. He was in the room with like three comedy writers and, they, and they're saying, uh, you know, why don't we do this? And Close said, I have a great idea for a trick. Penn's just standing there and all of a sudden his nose goes right across his face, around to the back of his head, and then back around to the front. That's what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> and you have to get a sense of that. We had a um, very famous rock and roll guy, who I'm a big fan of, yeah. get in touch with me and say, I want you to do some magic for my show. He said, I want to vanish on stage, and I want to appear in the audience. Mm -hmm. I said, okay, well, we can do that. That's no problem. We can, you have to back away from the microphone, and we will switch in someone in your place while your back's to the audience and you're playing guitar. And then we'll get you around there, and then we can get you through the audience. We can make you appear there pretty easily. So I don't want to do any of that. 
I just want like be on stage singing and then be in the audience. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> well, no, we're going to have to cover you up at some point or you're going to have to go out of sight. That was part of like Johnny Thompson's genius where they'd be like, we want to make like a car appear right here in the showroom. And Johnny would be like, great. Well, we can't do it inside. We have to do it outside. <laughs> and they just say yes, but then tell you all the circumstances yeah. that had yeah. to change for that yeah. to happen. Absolutely. Yes. No problem. But, but we won't be doing that. <laughs> <laughs> but that, that developing an intuition yes. for what you can do. I mean, we, I've said this many times. We first pitched the water tank mm-hmm. to Lauren Michaels to tell it would drown. Yeah. No idea how to do it. Mm-hmm. No right. idea. No idea. Just, just that sense that we can probably figure out yeah. a way to do this. And that really is the fun. You know, as you said, it's the problem solving. Yes. It's, uh, you know, that's what always amazes me. My, my wife loves doing puzzles, mm-hmm. you know, all sorts of puzzles, uh, mental puzzles and crossword puzzles and jigsaw puzzles, every kind of puzzle, escape rooms. And I understand the attraction. I just don't understand why you don't want to do it for real. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, instead of solving this puzzle someone put in a box, let's solve this puzzle that's out mm-hmm. in the world. Yeah. Right. You know. Yeah, yeah. How do you get someone to you know, look like they're breathing underwater? That's a, and Andre's super fast at going like, oh, don't forget if you show this part here, the audience thinks this now, and and well, I've he, often he's I, very quick to diagnose I've often what the said is thinking. that the most important skill you can have in magic, and I don't have it. I'm not very good at it, but Hondro and Teller are two of the best I've ever seen. It's a kind of empathy, yeah, that Hondro is able to put himself in the audience when he knows how a trick is done and not know how the trick is done. He's really able to identify so strongly with an audience member that he can see the thing for the first time. I'm we not should, particularly good at that. He's talked about, he, 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 uh, not from magic, but from a television perspective, the trick he did with the Statues of Liberty. Mm-hmm. Hondra, talk about a little bit like how, basically uh, how you couldn't show the airport or when you could show the airport. Yeah, what uh, what I normally do is try to see the act I'm thinking about mm-hmm. and see where where I don't understand me, mm-hmm. what I'm saying, what I'm doing, or what, where I'm getting bored, mm-hmm. or where I'm getting two informations at the same time and I'm getting uh, lost. And in the airplane, the last Fulas, for example, yeah. I had a lot of information to give. And the order in which you gave the information changed everything. For example, I told Matt the other day that uh, I wanted to show I was in an airport from the drone at the beginning, but I couldn't because if after after you show me in the airport from above, I say I'm going to do something of Copperfield, then your mind emotionally goes, I'm going to banish an airplane. Mm -hmm. But then I say, I'm going to banish a Statue of Liberty. So the joke doesn't work well. And you emotionally are putting two emotional things totally different. Mm -hmm. So sometimes you have to see in which order you give the information, which one you keep uh, to to build it up. And then uh, where you put the jokes so that it continues being interesting. And uh, well, it's like a puzzle. Yes, very like much so. You, you get the pieces and now you put them and you try to go forward every time forward and not get bored. Mm-hmm. The- well, you are a you are a very good director and Teller's a very good editor. 
Yeah. And I am neither of those things. <laughs> uh, well, we had a neat moment of, <laughs> we hammered at two tricks for a couple of days and then felt like we got to a really good place with them. And Teller came in and was like, how about not those things? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And just change change two tricks but the, completely. But the good the good thing is to ask a question. Mm -hmm. Because then you they ask you a question about your trick and you realize you don't have the answer. Mm -hmm. So that means the trick is not good. Right. Or the idea is not good or it's not being solved. Yeah. Sometimes you say, but what what do you what's the emotion you want to give? Sometimes when you have to two things in the two effects in the same trick it's not the same although you are going to guess the two things okay that's the effect it's not the same to reveal one first and then the other that first the other and then the one it changes the it changes yeah. your, your your and it changes the idea behind and when someone of when we are working ask a question oh it's and you don't have the answer you see there's something missing there's a piece of the puzzle that's missing and sometimes when you have that piece of the puzzle you see the rest of the puzzle is bad mm -hmm. that's right because <laughs> remember we had a version of a trick it was um, it looked great to all of us and then it it has changed totally 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 <laughs> but we thought we had it yep but then there was something missing and that stupid thing has changed everything. Yeah. And that's what I love about magic and about art and about performing. Yeah, it's re and magic really does have uh, an aspect that comedy and drama don't have in that you also have to have a, a underlying thing going on. You have to always be doing two things simultaneously. Yeah. You're doing what the audience sees, and the audience is also watching everything yes. in two ways. You know, I, I always bring up that David Byrne talks about how a singer of a song, popular song, is allowed to be the person in the song and the singer commenting on it at the same time. You don't get that in other forms of acting. Right. You know, and in magic, you get to have a dialogue with the audience on two different levels. Right. You get to talk to them about, this is the plot we're pretending, mm -hmm. and you also know I'm doing a trick underneath it. Mm, yeah. And you have both those conversations simultaneously. And many magicians try to pretend, oh, there's willing suspension of disbelief, and you're just going to play along and believe it. That's not magic. That's special effects, mm -hmm. you know? Right. Um, wh what you're doing there is the whole time... They're going, yeah, 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 I know. When you, were, when you were a kid, you wanted to see snow, but how are you getting the snow in your hand? You know, right. they're doing those same things simultaneously. And that that double track makes magic so complicated and fun. Why are you peeking at me? Oh, we, we got somebody we want to talk to, right? Yes. Oh, I'd forgotten all about that. Oh, boy. I can see you. Can we hear you? I can hear you. Good. We can hear you, too. Go ahead, Matt. Tell us what's going on here. This is uh, Warren Scott, a comedian uh, in Florida, and he is the organizer of the Laughing Spree Comedy Festival wow. that has hired uh, Godot and I not as headliners, but as supplemental performers to buttress the fantastic headliners he's booked for, for uh, the first weekend of December in Florida. First weekend of December in Florida. That's a good place to be yeah. at that time. And uh, who you got? Who are your big headliners? Uh, we got Jim Norton, a buddy of yours. We oh, got, I love uh, Jim Norton. Andrew yeah. Schultz, Brian Callen, Yamanika Saunders, Jeff Dye, Leah Lamar. 
got some great, great comics coming this, out. This really, really great, great show. And what do you? Oh, how, yeah. how is it laid out? Is it one one venue or going to all over town? It's one venue, but it's three main shows: one Friday night and then uh, two Saturdays. So uh, Matt and uh, Godot will be uh, doing all three, but the uh, you know then the headliners will be doing uh, one each show. And how long is each show? Each show, the, the comedy portion will be one and a half, but it's broken into four-hour blocks. So, like, before the main show, there'll be a side stage and uh, DJs playing, kind of a little bit different than your normal comedy There's show someone sneaking up on you in the background. Oh, it's okay. okay. Is there? Oh, wait, I'm under attack. Okay, you're okay. <laughs> uh, there'll be side stages and everything? There'll be side stages and everything, yeah. I quit my job just to, just to do this, so hopefully it works. What was your job? A uh, lawyer. Been a lawyer for twenty years. Really? So, so the contracts will be airtight. <laughs> That's the contracts are good. The contracts are great. <laughs> and are you going to be performing yourself? I am going to be performing. I, I started doing stand up a few years ago. Right after I did a director's cut, I was like, you know what? Entertainment seems a lot more fun than law. So uh, I did some stand up, and I was like, how else am I going to perform with the big guys unless I throw the show? So. I'm going to put the show on, then I get to go up with Jim Norton. So I'm really excited about that. Yeah, you know, that works. You know, no one would have ever cast Penn and Teller as Penn and Teller unless Penn and Teller were producing the Penn and Teller show. <laughs> uh, anyone That's else would have picked someone else. But Jim Norton's Jim Norton's wicked good. He's really good. Is he Friday or Saturday? What is he on? Uh, Jim Norton is Saturday. He's the early show Saturday. So that's the show I'm going to be on as well. So yeah, that's the one I wanted to do. You know, I kind of put a festival together. Who do I want to see? I want to see Jim Norton, but I also want to see Matt and Godot. So I'm, this is a show really for me, but to make it work, I had to invite a, you know, a couple thousand other people. Yeah. How big is, how big is the venue? The venue holds 6,000 for COVID. Um, it's 50% capacity and we're probably looking to have half that. So probably 1500 people. Okay. And you're going to be. They'll be separated and safe. And are you checking vaccination? You're not allowed to do that in Florida. Yeah, in Florida, we yeah, you actually cannot. You know, we have a wonderful governor here. Who says even if you wanted to do that, you, <laughs> you can't do that, which is crazy. Is there any? But, are there any non-comedy people? Any any uh, music or anything on there? There's uh, three DJs uh, who are, I guess, non-comedy DJ, uh, DJ Zog and DJ Collision and DJ Slim. People who are into DJs that they're they're good DJs. I'm I'm not a DJ person, but I was, so let's have some music when there's not comedy. So my partner was in charge of the uh, the non-comedy, and I was in charge of the comedy. And uh, and uh, uh, can people buy tickets to all three shows? They can. You can see all three. They can go to uh, laughingsfreefest.com. They can get tickets to one show or to all three. I recommend all three. I think it's going to be just a great weekend. It's you know, the only time of year you really want to be in Florida, right? There's like two weeks that Florida is nice, and the rest of the year it's too hot. So these are the two right. weeks you and, want to and, be in Florida. And Florida tries to deny that. Right, they try to say it's great all year round, but it's just way too hot, and, and it's and it's wet. It's not like Vegas, you know. Yeah. At least there, that's dry. Well, right? it's not. So. It's not so much the heat; it's the stupidity. <laughs> <laughs> and we got plenty of we got plenty of that. Uh, and uh, plenty wh of what are you here. charging for this damn thing? Um, between fifty for one show, and it's like one twenty-five. You can see the whole thing, or you can go see. Here's pay here's be a big shot. Here's my marketing idea. Fifty dollars a show. If you want to see all three, two hundred. That's a good idea. I'm gonna make a little that. extra, gonna... little extra money there. Yeah. That'll be. A, that's what I'm going to do. We're going to change the price. That's our new pricing model. Do that. Boy, that's not so a buck and a quarter, which is you know half the price of a Broadway show. Yeah, you can see uh, you right. can see three shows in Florida. And where is it in Florida? It's the Sunset Cove Amphitheater. It's in Boca Raton, Florida. Boca Raton. So uh, we're very excited. Yeah. yeah. 
And this is the first show you produced? This is the first of any size. I actually had Matt do a charity show for me two years ago. Yeah, he, uh, I, I, I did three shows from in Boca before. Loved it down there. He's booking you a second time? I know. That doesn't ever happen with you. <laughs> That's magic. That's magic. <laughs> the greatest trick I ever pulled. <laughs> and are you going to be doing a different set in those three shows? Uh, well, and I just realized now that they're purchasing the whole three set thing, I got to think about this. Yeah. So yeah, I, I think I'll, I'll be doing at least one different trick in each set. For sure. Okay. You're just, just saying that off the top of your yeah. head. You're inspired right, yeah. from what Hondro said about... I, I actually already had two tricks pop into my head that I was like, I can rotate those in. <laughs> I need a third. So I'll be thinking about a third. So how many... Uh, how many In any one of these shows, what do you see? How many comics, DJs? What do you... What do you get if you go to one uh, each, show? Each show is going to have about is uh, seven comics. You know, the one main headliner, like kind of three mid-tier comics, and then like one or two local uh, comics on each show. So if you see all three, you're seeing about 20-plus comics, plus the sideshow entertainers, you know, the the Michael Ludos, the Matt Donnellys. We have some other circus-type performers, too, because I like those, and I like to see those on the on I don't, the I don't understand he's how... Told me, he's told me that the parking lot is a great stage, <laughs> so I can't wait to play. So the amphitheater, <laughs> it's indoors, right? The amphitheater, I mean, no, it's outdoors. People Does are amphitheater outdoors mean outdoors? Out. He's trying not to does. say that, but no. he definitely is saying that. He's saying you're an idiot. Yeah. An amphitheater's outdoors. Uh, an amphitheater means outdoors. I think, yeah. yeah. I think by definition. I'll, I'll have to look it up later. I'm an idiot. So um, it, it's uh, so there'll be side stages, and uh, like there is there food trucks? Is this like a big Yeah, we got food trucks. Uh, we got a whole bunch of different kinds of uh, food trucks going on there, bars, uh, and uh, there's also stuff in the community. We invited a lot of the uh, the nonprofits in the community. We gave them free booths there to kind of let people know what uh, they're doing as well. So there'd be a separate community village uh, for the, the nonprofits to show what they're doing as well. And here's a question you can either answer or evade. Uh, so far, is it selling well? I'm going to evade slightly. Not as much as I'd like, but, but good enough. Mm-hmm. And uh, we got two. Everyone says everyone buys last minute. So we got two little, but about two weeks left. So, uh, we're looking forward to brisk sales in the, in the final two weeks as well. Uh, but it's, it's it, already it's good enough. Um, I might not lose my shirt completely yet. Uh, Great. Hopefully, I'm hoping to break even. That's my that's my motto. Yeah, well, that, in business, that's that, that's as good as you can hope for. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe that's the problem with my business model. Uh, so uh, give us all the information again. Boy, this sounds great. I would go. Blast, yeah. December 3rd and 4th, we got Brian Callen, Jim Norton, Andrew Schultz in Boca Raton, Florida. Also, Matt Donnelly and Michael Goudeau will be at all three of the shows. Go to LaughingSpreeFest.com to get tickets and more information. And I, 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 I shudder to ask this, but how is laughing spelled on Laughing Spree when you go there? L-A-U-G-H-I-N-G. It's the correct spelling. Okay, okay, okay. I, I realized that was an insulting thing, but remember, it's from a guy who didn't know what an amphitheater was. <laughs> True. I mean, it could have been L-A-F-F-I-N-G, and we are trying to be clever, and I wasn't telling you, and that would be foolish. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's the traditional spelling of laughing, and the amphitheater is hanging. It's a hanging amphitheater. Hang, upside down, yeah. Upside down hanging amphitheater. Yeah, by aliens. Uh, this sounds great, Correct. man, and I hope you kill. Will this be the largest crowd you're playing for? This will be absolutely the largest crowd that I'm playing for, for sure. And how long are you doing? I'm just going to do five, seven minutes. So, And while you're doing all this work and putting this all together and doing all your contracts and all the bullshit of putting a show up, you've also got to work on your tight seven minutes. I also, right. I absolutely got to do that. You know, now I'm used to doing it in front of a bar with 50 people who are 
drunk and not paying attention. So this will be, you know, doing it in front of a thousand plus people will be way different. Who are drunk and not paying attention. Who are drunk and not paying attention. Yeah, I'm also excited because I saw Warren like just getting into it. I'm excited to see Warren two years later. I can't wait to see your set. Yeah. Well, thank you so yeah. much, Warren. Thank you for coming on. Tell us about that. Thanks for having me on. And you report, you. Uh, you report back, Matt. I will. Yeah, you yeah. Report Oof. back on the whole thing. The Laughing Spree Fest, oh. Boca Raton, Florida, first weekend of December. Go see thank it, you guys. And that was Penn Sunday School. That was Penn Sunday School. Cha cha cha. And to you become naked. Something that's going to be a good gig for you on Godot. I know. I'm excited. I really am. I'm so happy I'm going. And I like what I'm doing with Godot. Yeah. I mean, this is the first time you've worked together? Yeah. You're going to do a little uh, Godot and Matt Donnelly duo thing? We're going to have some, a lot of bits, some interplay. <laughs> You know, we love you. Hey, Matt Donnelly, you got anybody to thank? I sure do, Penn. So glad you asked. These are the people who support us on patreon.com slash Penn. Thank you to Joseph R. Bowers, Adam Stickney, Sex Guy, Jimmy D, Henry James Allison, Nathan Julian, Percival, Manuel Videz Perez, De La Mesa V, Laura Champagne, come back to Texas again, Petty Officer Scoop, Daniel. Did you hear about the dyslexic pimp? Owns the biggest warehouse in town. <laughs> David K. David Peters. Shane Brevik. Blue Drinks Films. Brandon Knapp. Nick Dingman. Colin Durham. The Big Scuba Podcast.com. Christine and Bobby Mack. Warren Scott, who we just spoke to. Central Park Owl. Lancey Minshew. Stephen White. And Harlan Liam Clark. Thanks thank so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We see you. You're a colleague, you're a partner, you're a friend. You're always here to support your family and your community. Now there's a school ready to support you. National University offers tuition discounts for military spouses and free tutoring, so you get the support you need to succeed. National University, supporting the whole you. We see you. You're a colleague, you're a partner, you're a friend. You're always here to support your family and your community. Now there's a school ready to support you. National University offers tuition discounts for military spouses and free tutoring, so you get the support you need to succeed. National University, supporting the whole you. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.